Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another weekly episode of your Slightly Average Guys podcast. This is going to be an episode where we all look dead into the camera the entire time to fully engage our audience. I forgot um, about that. Just kidding. I doubt I'll be able to do that, but it sounds cool. But welcome back to another Wednesday. We're going to have a lot of fun here. We appreciate you being here. Like, follow, subscribe, share with your friends, all that good stuff. Um, and we're going to kick this thing off. What do we got? Left, right, up, down, center. A, B, A, B, left, right. All right. So sent the select notification. Start. Yeah, select start. Yeah. Then you got like an infinite lives on Contra. That's right. And Ryan probably has no clue what we're talking about because it's too old school for him to understand <laughs> old gaming and how to crack codes. Do you remember the game? Do you even know what a game genie is, Ryan? No, not a game genie. I never used that. You didn't? Like, I used no. it all the time. Like, we used it, like, like literally religiously because that was, like, the only way to, like, originally... There was no cheat codes in games, Ryan. Like, the cartridge... Old cartridge games had no cheat codes. So you yeah, had to right. you had to buy a game genie, which was another piece of a cartridge that you plugged it into before you jammed it into the thing that already didn't read the the card too well, and then it would bring you to a screen. And you'd have to enter all these like custom. It was basically like custom code because it was like A X one B O three, and then it would kick off and let you like have infinite lives in a certain game. And it didn't like you still had to have the game genie book to know what the code was that you need to plug in before the game. It was a lot of work. The first time I think I finally like started using cheat codes was on my N64 with Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think that's probably one of the first times. And Tony Hawk Pro Skater was on Nintendo 64. Like I remember that on on PlayStation, but I didn't remember it on N64. Yep, it was legit, and that's when they created the newest one, right? Um, that's literally an exact replica, almost better graphics. Um, of the older version yeah hmm. yeah so like i i remember both of them like that man is, i did they ever release that for the uh um the switch they didn't did they i don't think so but i would totally get it on the switch if it was there man that'd be hmm. the only thing that make me want to buy a switch instantly like there's things that i kind of want it for but like that would be like getting it because i don't i don't really game so yeah, I mean, I really, I really want to play it on my Xbox. Probably, I'd, I'd save it for like traveling and stuff yeah. like that. It'd yeah, be it, amazing. Yeah, it'd just be a cool nostalgia. I can't, can't believe they actually didn't make it for it. If, if they didn't, at least. All right, let's get in. They set the notification off about this, and it's something that I posted actually on LinkedIn um, a few days ago. <clears throat> and uh, Ryan, we, we subtly mentioned it to you prior, and I just want to kind of get your thoughts on it. So there was a guy on TikTok doing a one-to-one -one challenge and his challenge was you know go from one dollar to a million dollars and and i think he had it in a year so i kind of was like i like that idea i must spin that idea into something different the same but different and it's do you think you could go from one thousand dollars to one million dollars in one year in exactly a year like any way possible that's not money laundering I have a thousand dollars totally separate or in cash in my hands and I have to turn that into a million dollars in a year. Do I, do I think I could do it? Yeah. I mean, realistically, how, how no. close, how close do you think you can get? You think you can make a hundred grand? Oh my gosh. 
if I quit my job, yeah. <laughs> so so that that that's where I started coming from on it. Like as we've talked about on this podcast, and and you both of you guys and I have have talked before. Part of my goals for for 2021 is just to try different things, right? And I like things that are side hustle, you know, where you're going to make a few bucks here and there and stuff. And I think I really want to try them, but like, I'm like, like stoned by the fact that like, I'm like, oh, well, well, all the different what ifs and hows and, and such that I'm like analysis paralysis a little bit, you know, why are you like off of the screen, Andy? I can't, I can't like, (laughs) no. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> Bye. You just kept getting further and further. Now I can't hear you. Did you mute yourself? There we go. Okay. I don't know what's happening. This is just it's a new computer. You just don't know how to use it. No, it's not even yet. Oh, I haven't even messed with that yet. No. It's the old one. It's the old one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but like, sorry, sorry to get back on topic. The the fact that you know I want to do these things. I get into the how and I try to start to analyze how too much to where I end up not wanting to do something. So when this thing popped up, I was like, oh, this is actually, I like this idea. Not from the standpoint of, oh, you're getting rich, you know, like, cause that's really not what it is. It's you set a ridiculously high bar target that, you know, you're probably not going to achieve, but it's like, I'm going to do every damn thing I possibly can to get there. And I'm still going to do my day job that it wouldn't affect it but I'm going to pick up a whole bunch of side hustles and it, the, the challenge would force me to actually pick up the side hustle and do it. And it's, it, it may not be perfect the way I'm doing it, but it's like literally go and try to do the damn thing, right? Try to figure out if you can make this thing happen. Um, if you can actually turn a thousand dollars into $10,000 in one week, you know, or, or just into two, just double it. Right. There's, there's just so many different avenues of it pushing you because you're trying to hit a monetary goal, but you may end up stumbling over something that you never thought you would do, right? That that you never thought you would like. Like, it's like all of a sudden, like, oh, crap, I'm buying books from a thrift shop and I'm flipping them and selling them on Amazon as used books. That legitimately, people make a decent amount of money doing that. And I would never try that. But in this case, I may try it for a week just to see how well it works, right? And like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, that that was fun. That was fun. I really want to go after that. And I try it with, you know, at a different level or a different item, you know, doing different things on, you just get down a path where it's like, oh shit, maybe this is something that could be hella fun and just awesome to, to do that. Nobody had put you in before. Is, is that making any sense to you guys? It makes yeah. sense. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Do I think I can do it though? No realistically <laughs> that's a that's a short amount of time and a lot of money if we're just talking like the million right yeah so 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 it, like for you maybe like just say it's 100 grand like maybe at the end of it like here here would be my goal like i'm not trying to quit my my day job my day job pays me a decent amount of money you know and things but i'm also uh, this is year 17 doing what i've always been doing um and i've leveled up every single time and i'm close to the top rung that you can possibly get in this. So like, you know, there are times where I've thought of, oh, well, what is something else that I would just like to try to do or just have a side job, right? That's like 
oh, let me kick this around and see if this turns into another avenue for a different career or just a side thing of what I'm doing, you know? And there's really no drive to do it other than, you know, because when you're looking at it, you're like, oh, I can make $1,000 off of that. You're like, that's a lot of work for a thousand bucks, right? Or that's a lot of work for a hundred bucks. So you just keep, you know, kind of ebbing and flowing back and forth with an excuse on not to do something versus doing this. I think it'd be um, uh, pretty decent. In FYI, my light is on. It's just that it's dying. No way. Oh, okay. Yes. You're fading in the background. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was on or not. I guess I could just say it, you know. It's not like that huge of a deal. Yeah. But <laughs> but uh, the, the, point, the point being is trying to force myself into doing something. And then it really got me to thinking, like, this guy did it. And he's posting about it. And he's only, like, six months in. He's only made 100 grand. Right. But in six months, he made a hundred grand. Like, yeah, his goal is a million, but at six month mark, you can say, well, he's, he's not even close. Right. But at the same time, he made a hundred grand in six months. That's a shit. Ton. That's like what people make in a year. Right. So it's like, yeah, this and, guy and has I mean, stumbled across something that's that potentially could be fun just to say, I'm going to throw this out there. And at the end of the day, let's see where it lands. Right. Well, and, and something some people would argue, right, that you set a goal, and even though it's an extremely hard goal, like just because you didn't hit your goal doesn't mean you didn't accomplish something, right? Yeah. So you have this goal of a million dollars by the end of the year, but if you miss that goal <laughs> and you at least don't go less than $1,000, right, you did something with it. I mean, if you're making money, you're making money. Yeah. Whether you're trying to start something and not making any money and just like – maybe selling a few to family members and stuff, or if you're trying to sell things, right. Could be many other venues that you try to go down. But in that guy's point, a hundred thousand dollars in, in six months out of a thousand dollars, even though you didn't hit a million, dude, nice freaking job. Yeah. yeah. yeah nice it, job. I don't know. It just, it just intrigued me so much that made me think of, okay, if I wanted to do it, I would legitimately do it. I would post about it all the time saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And, but with the impression of, I'm not trying to sell you, right? Like whoever's watching it, whether it's on TikTok or TikTok or YouTube or wherever else. Hey guys, I'm not like everybody else that currently is trying to sell something on, on all of those platforms. I'm just trying to say, hey, this is my journey. Come along with my journey. If you would like to do one of these things that I've talked about, yes, you can click my affiliate link. And yes, I do get paid off of that, you know, link or, or whatever it is by this product. Yes, I, that's how I'm making money, but that's not how I'm trying to make the money. I think that's what would be different because everybody else is trying to go out there and do those type of shenanigans, you know? Yeah, for sure. For me, it would just be uh, having the dedication, right, um, to be able to do that. And I'd probably have to stop doing something or multiple things of what I'm currently doing. You know, I play volleyball are you used to right i stopped but i was playing volleyball twice a week i was playing softball once a week and i was going bowling once a week <laughs> <laughs> which are all like you know a couple hours uh you know time right and a couple hours if you think about it after an eight hour day like it's only you have a, so much extra time to still work um yeah. but of course you know then you're eating hanging out with family friends um all that good stuff so i i think i'd have to have the dedication and I don't think I could get there. Andy, what about you? No, I think, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm in. I, I think doing something to, to give it a shot 
like Ryan said, you know, if, if I don't lose, worst case scenario, I make nothing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, you're starting out, you're putting the thousand bucks in, right? Yeah. So like, that's all you're risking. And to some people, that's a ton of money. I understand that. Like, that's not what I'm trying to downput anybody on one thing or another. It's like, that's just, that's what you're going to risk. If you lose it in week one, like you made a bad decision, right? So the decisions you make in the first 30 days of trying to, whether you're just trying to double it or triple it or quadruple it. No, like not like you got to make sure you're smart if you lose it you lose it and you, that your your journey's done right let's or, start with your uh let's start with your uh stimulus check exactly it's coming real shortly exactly put fourteen hundred dollars or whatever it was use that so it's not hurting you that's not you yeah. know unless you obviously need that money for other things but start with that see if, what that gets you if you got the last twelve hundred dollar one or the very first one right if you if you got that twelve hundred dollar and you would have put that alone into bitcoin Today, it would be worth almost twelve thousand bucks. You would have tenfolded your money. That's crazy. Yeah. So I didn't. That's crazy that you mentioned that because I I instantly think taking a thousand dollars and starting a business, right? I'm not saying it has to be a brick and mortar business. I'm not saying it has to a, a business. It has to operate. It has to take time to build. It has to. So. Yeah, of course I could take a thousand dollars and make more money out of it. I'll just invest in, you know, some type of stock. So that's the easy route. Whether I made the right decision or not is the other question. But yeah, yeah. so I, I'm sorry. I would, I would, could try it as well. I was just thinking more like brick and mortar business yeah, and, style. And, and I'm saying anything that that's legal, yeah. right? I'm saying legitimately yeah. anything that's legal that's out there in order to go out there and try. And maybe it's just something that you wanted to, to mess with, you know, like, um, like I said, the flipping of the books or, uh, Hey, you're really passionate about X, Y, or Z and you want to start doing it. Or this yeah. podcast. Yeah, exactly. Take this podcast as an example. We've yeah. all spent a, uh, some money to get setups, to do such stuff, right? We could just see how that plays out. We spent yeah. X amount of money. What did it turn out to be at the end of the year? Yeah. You put a thousand dollars into marketing it, you know, and now you build the audience and now you have X number of people that are watching. Now you can monetize it and so on. Like again, now, do I think one strategy is going to get you from a thousand dollars to a million dollars? No, absolutely not. In a year, Def definitely don't. I don't care if you're in the stock market, unless you're getting lucky and doing just something totally crazy. That's the only way I think that you're going to end up making the the million bucks off of off of that, right? But like, say you 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 say in the first two weeks you doubled it, right? You end up with two thousand bucks. Then you took a thousand of that, put that in the stock a stock or a multiple stocks now that's out there playing with one game now you have the thousand that you originally started with now you're going to use that to try to do something else again to double it and while that other one's making you money out there again it's the whole premise at the end of the day is true trying to make it to where you are non-reliant on be being totally independent right like you just fall into independence because hey this thing's growing. It's it's how you're actually supposed to use money is make money work for you. Even if you have a savings account, that's not really how you're supposed to use money. You're supposed to use the money to bring in some cash flow. You know, we've always joked before at previous jobs of, you know, there are those certain businesses that are called mailbox money, you know, where it's not free. You're putting in an ass load of work at one point or another, whether it's currently or way front-loaded, like me and Andy are working on um, a certain project that is a ton of work, very uh, front-loaded on it, that then 
you can sell over and over and over again and it, you, you don't need any more time other than if somebody's got a question about it right like that's more mailbox money it's like it's reoccurring revenue that's coming in that you don't have to put in a one-to-one -one time on your job is a one-to-one -one. you give up an hour they give you x if you don't give up an hour to them they don't pay you x right even if your salary you get fired after taking too many hours off like uh so that's a really bad business model of how to make sure you have income coming in well i have unlimited vacation so i don't think that applies to me <laughs> Yeah, take take a year off. See, see, see. Again, they 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 will probably gladly let you have the time off. Whether they're going to pay you for that time off is you know a second. Yeah, it's understandable. Uh, but like, I, I I just wanted to run it past you guys and see what you thought. I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but I've like the more I thought about it, the more I started getting pumped because me and Andy, like I said, we were already working on some other crap um, mm -hmm. that's out there, which it's. I would like to wrap into this type of a thing, a challenge, and literally just throw it out there to other people to try to challenge it again. And it, that's why I like it to be like the one to one to one. It doesn't have to be a thousand, you know, to start with. Maybe you have a buck, you know, and maybe you're not going to a million. Maybe it's you're trying to go to to a hundred thousand, you know, one hundred thousand dollars. You know, it can be changed up whatever way you want. But the whole idea of it again isn't about at the end of the day becoming rich. It's about forcing yourself to do things that you're not comfortable with that you may find out that you love because we're all after 2020 i think potentially stuck in a big fat rut that we would all love to get out of i, I want to point out that we do not pay um people to uh watch our streams because it looks like we do <laughs> <laughs> slightly average slightly average slightly average right slightly average roger chrissy andy <laughs> Everybody's just changing their name to be part of the cool crowd. Be part of the group. Change your name to be slightly average. <laughs> I'll, I'll just pop in there to act like we uh, act like we have like a an actual, <laughs> an actual viewer follower. Yeah. You know, different different name. Uh, I just thought it was funny. You, you know what's funny about that? So uh, Andy and I were just down at uh, a CPA's office and getting some stuff set up for our projects, and the guy goes, "Well, well." I was setting up another LLC and he goes, well, what do you want to call this one? And I just threw out, let's just call it slightly average Ryan. He started laughing. I'm like, all right, please, let's go with it. <laughs> Sweet. Yes. So that's what it's going to be. All right. Next up, because we are in that month and hopefully everything's not being canceled this year, which as far as I know, it's not, it's March madness. So, yeah. I, man, I really wish I had like a yeah. Um, so, Ryan, how excited are you? I am pretty excited because I've been watching a lot of basketball this year. Um, a lot of Purdue. I mean, I've been working from home right for since last year March. <laughs> so I'm just really excited because I I watch TV basketball on my monitor over here. You know, I'll watch basketball on that one over there behind me so i've been watching a lot of basketball now in march madness even you could watch all the basketball in the world you could be a sports announcer and announce every single college game and watch everything and be all analytical about it and still have no clue what's going on in march madness yep. so i'm not saying i've watched a lot of basketball and i know what's going on i'm just saying i'm excited to see the teams that i've been watching and see how they do in um in this in this massive tournament um, you know, obviously, I'm hoping 
uh, Purdue does well there in the tournament. Some other Big Ten teams go Big Ten, obviously. But there is a new challenge coming up, too, with Gonzaga having the opportunity to be the first since, like, the 1970s or something like that to be the first team, uh, not first, obviously, but uh, to be an undefeated team, have a 100% undefeated season. So I'm excited to, uh, to watch them. And I have a bracket as well, you know. Uh, a bracket that people can join for money and then potentially win. So it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited. So who's your pick? Do you want to win? Yeah, okay. Th- they're a powerhouse right now. <laughs> I, I, so while I was watching, uh, you know, the announcers are always announcing the games and stuff like that. And they're always commenting or commentating and then just having fun in the background. And one of the announcers was like, Man, this game is not giving Gonzaga much of a challenge. Their best challenges and best, uh, their hardest challenges and and uh, obstacles are within practice, <laughs> 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 because they have such a powerhouse of a team uh, that their most challenging parts of of any game or tournament is their practices for it, which is pretty crazy. So, is your final four all number one seats? No. I'd have to look at it, but I would say no. Okay. So I do have Purdue in there. I think Illinois is in there, which is a number one seed. Um, so so no. Okay. I got a lot of upsets. I have a lot of upsets. Nice. All right. It just, it just happens. It always does. Yeah. But I mean, of course, with my luck, it's going to be one of those years where a lot of upsets don't happen, right? That's part of March Madness. Sure. <laughs> just so, straight luck of the draw. See that, And that's the time where you want to put the money on that upset in Vegas. Just, you know. You, you guess right, you might do pretty well. Yeah. Those so. are some strong upsets. And there's there's even a thing, you know, within the uh, within the tournament, right, within the bracket, that you could have different points based on upsets too. So I just did more of like a traditional, hey, you know, you, somebody wins, you get points or you don't get points, but there is another one where, you know, you, you win, you get points, but if it's a, if you win and you get an upset, then that's even more points, and I just didn't want to do that. Okay. But I'm, I'm excited. Have you been watching any basketball? Are you excited for the tournament? Um, I'm excited. I, I typically watch occasional basketball for college here and there, but I, I don't really get into it until March. And really, it's because of what you said, right? I could follow every team, every game, you know, whoever I'm thinking is the favorite, but come March Madness, it's pretty much a crapshoot, right? So I'll... I'll follow a couple teams, maybe like leading into it. I'll watch to see how they do in their conference championships, um, you know, and, and maybe take a look at their last 10 or 12 games. But typically those are conference games anyways, right? So um, and I, don't, I don't really have like a strategy other than a safe bet of taking the, each number one to the final four or real close to it. Uh, and then from there, just trying to figure out, you know, okay, who, who's, who's doing what? Um, especially with teams that got hot recently, right? Because if you get on a hot streak and you ride that into this tournament, that that type of energy can definitely take you. I think, gosh, whenever I think Steph Curry's final season in college and they, they had some, I think they had two upsets um, in the first round and the second round. I think they got bounced after that. But that, that type of energy when you get hot as a team and just carrying that into the thing. So, you know, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm more excited about really the, the gambling aspect of it, right? So the the daily games on that first game, that first week, not even the playing games, but just, just that first round. And 
making a parlay bet and, you know, hope I get all of them right and, and, you know, multiply my odds if I'm lucky. So that's kind of what I like doing. Yeah. And (laughs) so Ryan, I'm glad you commented because that was funny. Roger probably did that on purpose anyways, but oh my gosh. Yeah. Soccer. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't have a basketball emoji, which is weird. Oh, yeah, I was looking for one because I was going to post it and it, it didn't work. So, oh, interesting. Mm. Okay, Ryan, well, do you care? Do you, uh, are um, you, I, I used to be a basketball person, uh, like 15 years ago, and but it was again, I, I've never been a college person, never been a college person on any college sports. That's just all through and through. So, never been a huge March Madness, which is funny because I'm coming from Indiana, which is huge, um, basketball, but yeah. doesn't yeah. mean that I won't get into stuff and usually like I kind of was into football before and then all of the freaking fantasy football kind of crazily took off especially with all of our office workers you know like five six years ago and that like hardcore got me into football except for this last year um so I'm kind of hoping yeah I'm gonna do it uh hopefully it'll make me get into it and watch it way more than I ever would it's just not my cup of tea but think this is going to make make me want to but you know how i'm going to pick is is the like you know hey slap your fingers and whichever one you know uh hurts more that's the one that you're going to go with (laughs) okay is that even a thing yes yes that's how you pick like yep it was was the second one the second one i feel like that was pretty even i'm not gonna lie well don't don't do them right together you gotta i didn't i went like this all right i went like this that's interesting. As everybody's <laughs> eardrums are getting blown out each time we're slapping the, the, the <laughs> desk uh, for things. Okay. Next topic uh, that I want to get into is something else that uh, I have uh, messed with in the last, uh, last, last weekend. And I thought it was dumb. I don't understand why anybody ever did it until I, until I tried it. And now I'm, I'm a crack addict um, on it. Uh, crypto mining. Uh, just one of those things that's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand how people are making money off of it. Didn't understand it. And I was like, again, one of those things I'm just going to try. So start researching it, looking around. How do you do this? Watched a few YouTube videos, uh, programmed it in there, set the damn thing, told it to go. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. Messed around. I got it working a little better. I'm like, I just make like three bucks. <laughs> and I, uh, that day and I didn't do anything. Everybody's like three bucks. That sucks. I'm like, I'll make like 25. I didn't do anything all month long. Oh, you know, then I uh, changed some stuff up. You could make more money and more money and more money. Like I understand how people have bought every single graphics card that you can possibly get for computers in order to build their own little, uh, crypto mining, uh, rigs just because it's addicting. It goes back to that mailbox money. Like either of you two interested in this? Yeah, so uh, I got a computer today, set it up today, and started mining, and I'm currently doing it right now. So, absolutely. I, well, you guys already know. <laughs> I'm excited to, to it's kind of like cool and weird and interesting, like all at the same time, right? Yeah. Like, this yeah. is something like, even, even me, right? I'm just like, what? You're doing what? <laughs> what are you doing? And so the, just like the mysteriousness, if that's a word of it, sure. is uh, is intriguing to me. <clears throat> so 
So, you know, I even thought like, oh, well, during this, uh, that 1400 stimulus check, well, heck, I'll just go buy another, (laughs) (laughs) I'll just go buy another graphics card. You know what I mean? I think you can hook two up within a, uh, They have to be, PC. depends upon your motherboard and you'll want to use the exact same graphics card because the one will choke the other one potentially. So, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. So yeah. Anyways, I do <laughs> think it's interesting Just... and, <laughs> and you know, anything could come of it. Yeah. You know, all, all you're doing is turning your freaking PC on and doing a little stuff in the a couple clicks here and there. Yeah. And then boom, you leave for a, a weekend and this thing's just working in the background. Yeah, so 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 the the deal is is like, okay. There's websites that you can go to, which you'll plug in the amount of power that the computer's using, which it like the the one that we are using literally tells you the amount of power that just that card's using, which I like because like my computer's on anyway. I mean, I'm working on it anyway, so hey, you're you're good. And then you run a certain thing in the background, so you only have to worry about the power additional power that you're using over the top of it. Um, uh, and I don't mean actually working, working. I meant like messing around on the computer at night. But like the, like, then you t- type that into this this calculation on a website. On, on the website, it'll also ask you, hey, how much do you pay per kilowatt hour or whatever? So you enter that in your plan. And it will tell you whether it's profitable or not. Because there's a potential to where if all of the crypto, the, whatever you're mining is potentially the value is so low that you're using more money and power than the amount of, crypto that you're that you're mining at the exact same time which oh, doesn't, dang. doesn't make it profitable right now that's almost you're, you're good on almost all of them but uh it gives you the ability to, to do that type of equation to make sure you're not just spending more now if you're mining it to hold it because you think it's going to go up again it's okay then all you're out is the power bill that you're going to end up paying so yep, yep. again wild west of things uh with crypto mining and, and Bitcoin and I'm not doing Bitcoin. I'm doing Ethereum, uh, which I think that's what uh, we've I've talked both of you guys into uh, on doing things. Which is if once you mine one coin, it's worth currently today eighteen hundred bucks. So yeah, yeah. Again, for it's already sitting there. Might as well do something <laughs> with it. Yep. I bought a massive PC with you know decent amount of money, right? Might yeah. as well make it do something for yeah. me instead instead of just straight up entertainment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, I'm not gaming now, so which I don't game at all. So it's like, well, I might as well do something with that piece. So anyway, okay. Uh, next, I want to follow up with what you guys are watching because I really like that segment, and I'm going to start it off. Uh, I've been in a lull with wanting to watch TV, a because I've been so busy with a lot of different things that I'm working on, but b uh, there hasn't been a much new TV shows haven't come back like they're supposed to. I love survivor survivor. Hasn't come back yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other shows that I love that just haven't come back yet. Or has they, the challenge come back? I know you were into that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that's okay. come back and that's actually on, um, right now it's actually tonight. That's on Wednesday oh. nights. Uh, when we record this live, um, that that's on. So that's one thing, uh, which is funny cause that's also produced by Viacom CBS, but, uh, most of the general stuff just isn't, and there's and some shows ended, you know, last last 2019. So I just hadn't had much to watch. And you guys had mentioned that you guys are um, we're into New Girl again, and I'm like, man, that that show was funny, but funny. I don't really like rewatching stuff. So the other night, it's like a week ago, wife and I were looking for something. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna put on New Girl. Put on New Girl. Hilarious. 
funnier than I remembered it, you know? And like, now we're like 20 episodes deep into the first season. And I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Just cracking up <laughs> laughing. Like, don't remember me laughing that much at the first time that we watched the show, but it, it's good. So if anybody hasn't seen new girl, you need to watch it on Netflix. It's funny. It's not really heavy. It's something that you could put on in the background if you wanted to and, and get some laughs out of it. it it's yeah. Good. It really is just one of those things where, you know, we all had those moments where you're just clicking and scrolling and scrolling through Netflix to whether you're trying to find a movie, whether you're trying to find a new TV show. If you just literally are doing that and you just go to New Girl because you're just like, screw it, I'm going to watch something, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> and New Girl is one of those things. And I think along with some other shows for me specifically, like Parks and Rec, right? Um, I can always go back to those two shows and just be like, I've never got into Office, The Office, sorry, but I, I love all of that stuff. Parks and Rec and uh, and New Girl, they're amazing. Yep. So, so Andy, what are you currently watching? So, in my current rotation, I started uh, Snowpiercer, the TV show, started back up. Okay, TV yeah, TV I, I only, only got like halfway through the first season, yep. and then I just got busy and forgot to keep on watching it. So, first season's great. Um, second season started off pretty pretty cool. Uh, I've only watched like 1.2 season episodes. Um, and then recently, we started watching on Hulu, Hip Hop Undercover. And... Hip Hop? Hip Hop Anonymous? Hip Hop Anonymous? Give him all the easy words. So it was it was advertised on a commercial of some show we were watching. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Because it, it basically, the premise is telling you about this underworld of how hip hop started that you might not have known about, right? So we all know, like, you know, I was born in 1980, so I grew up with the 90s hip hop. Ryan, you know, Ryan Teeter was, I don't know, it, it doesn't even count, so we'll just exclude him. <laughs> so, you know, like Dr. Dre, Snoop, all of that great stuff. But what they don't tell you, which, which there's six episodes and they're phenomenal. They don't tell you who's responsible for the rise of this, right? So we know as the public, we know the group, Run DMC, um, some of the people from like back then, and then as it kind of progressed into the early 90s, NWA, Dr. Dre, and, and like the East Coast, West Coast. But what you don't know are the people that were like these pioneers behind hip hop. And there are four individuals that you look at and you're like, who the F are these people? These are just regular people. But these people are, are essentially the reason for and why we have what we have and how it evolved, right? So it follows wow. people. It's so interesting. Is this a documentary you said? Yeah. It's very, very interesting. And when you start to watch it and they, they highlight Tupac and they highlight some of these guys, and again, you're like, how would I, – I didn't even know these people because we just aren't privy to that type of thing. And – you know, I think with Death Row and like some of that stuff as it came out, NWA was a good look on the behind the scenes and how, but this really gives you some inside information about, you know, the streets and like who these people were that really pushed forward and how there's this, and they, they talk about this a lot. There are industry people and there are street people and the street people were drug dealers like they lived on the street and they had this hustle mentality and they brought that into this music business. And that became so successful because they brought these people that were trying to get out of gangs and out of violence into this world. And they had that same mentality 
like it's phenomenal. I highly recommend it. It's on Hulu, Hip Hop Undercover um, or Uncovered. I think I'm five episodes into six. Uh, it doesn't really talk in like detail about Tupac getting killed or Biggie getting killed or some of that, but it really highlights these four or five individuals where you're just like, this guy, this is a regular dude or this is a regular lady. And then when you really start to learn about them, I wish it went into more detail, but you're like, holy cow, it's so interesting. And I love that kind of stuff. So if you really like that behind the scenes type of thing, and you know, when, when I watched NWA, uh, I liked that part because the whole like formation and foundation of stuff is great. And like the product, obviously you love the product, but it's like, how did it, how did it happen? How did it become what we saw? and the creation of it i love that so this has been very very interesting like one of the best documentaries i've watched in a long time and it goes from like east coast west coast uh, there's some there's some parts in there about detroit with eminem obviously but it's even i mean this is like 10 years before him in detroit and this is like late 70s you know early 80s and then through that to, to i assume it'll come into mainstream um it's really interesting i, I highly recommend it so that's what i've been watching mostly yeah, you know, I mean, the beat, the beat is very vital, you know. It is. <laughs> so I, I just, I just messed that whole thing up. Yeah, I, I yeah. really, I really wanted to say, you and know, it's tricky. This beat is my recital, you know. Yeah, yeah. I really do think it's pretty vital to rock around. That's right. Oh, <laughs> I, dude, I love Run DMC. I think they're amazing. Yeah. yeah so so I, I know some of absolutely of what you're what you're talking about. I'm not just a '90s kid. Because I was born in it, you know, I lived it. I sure. still live it. Sure. Anyways. But no, it's it's very, very interesting. I, I highly, highly recommend it. And they're like, I mean, I don't have the commercial free version of Hulu, so it's at least an hour, right? At least 50-something minutes, if not a little longer, over 60. But even sitting through the minute 30 commercial here and there, like, it doesn't, doesn't even I actually happen. prefer the, the short little commercials, you know. I think they're nice. Yeah. Especially when watching a movie, it just makes you, like, get up and, like, yeah. go somewhere real quick, grab a drink. It's kind of nice, yeah. but and then the only other one in my rotation is I started back with um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I love that show too. Mm. So that's what I got going on. I haven't necessarily been watching TV shows, but I am in the the MCU right now, the okay. Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I didn't know that's what people referred to it as. <laughs> the <laughs> MCU. It's like yeah. what kind of rap? What kind of rap group is that? <laughs> Um, and it, it's a lot. There's like 21, 22 movies. Each movie from Marvel that they push out is like over two hours, right? It's not just some Netflix original that's a an hour 20, hour 30. Um, so I got a lot of time um, into this, and so does Corey. We're trying to watch it together. She's enjoying them as well. We're going to watch one probably after this. Nice. Um but they're they're awesome, you know. Guardians of the Galaxies are just really great movies. Iron Man's obviously everybody should love those. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I'm I'm enjoying it, and I'm really excited to get towards the end, towards Infinity War and Endgame, yeah. um, and and watch those with friends as well because uh, I heard those are cool. Let me ask you this: Are you watching them like in the order that they were supposed to? Be oh like, yeah, did I not say that? Yeah, no, you. Oh, didn't. I'm sorry. I am watching these in order, timeline order. Okay. Okay. Good. So, you know, obviously Endgame is the end one, um, and I'm watching, they, they jump around like crazy, right? It's like Winter Soldier, it's Iron Man, it's Thor, it's yep. then Iron Man 2, it's back to Thor, yep. it's uh, it's all over the place. So yeah, I'm watching them. And there's even some Spider-Mans in there too, um, but I heard from 
MCU Marvel doesn't own the Spider-Mans yet, so they can't necessarily put them in there as the timeline, but they are absolutely in there. Yep. Um, so I've been watching those on the, on the side as well. But yeah, I'm just having a lot of fun with it. There's a lot of stuff that you see, because you've seen some of the movies, and you'll go back and watch them, and then you're just like, no way? Like, really? <laughs> That's that guy. But there's movies that I still haven't seen at all as well, like Endgame. I haven't seen Endgame yet. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I did that last, like, right when Corona started and everybody got put home, uh, I did that over, like, a course of, I think it took me, like, three or four days. And it was it was a blast. I mean, that's all I did, right, the whole day. But it, it paints a different picture when you do it that way, obviously, seeing some of the things that you might have missed. And I like when you read some of these people's, like, blogs or thoughts about, here's why this particular thing happened. Like, when... There's one one part where all five of the Avengers are standing there after, I think at the end, and each one represents a different stage of grief based on their reaction. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Some of those fans. And to go further into Roger, your question, um, if you have Disney Plus, you can actually go to Disney Plus, go to Marvel, and you just keep scrolling after you hit Marvel, and it literally says... uh, Avengers movies in timeline order. So yeah. you don't even have to like Google search it. If you have Disney Plus, you can find it right there. And that's that's where I'm watching it. But of course, you can always Google them and watch it on whatever platform that you decide. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's good. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go and say one more thing. All right. Um, if you have, if, if you are a fan of Star Trek in any manner, and I've said this a little bit before, okay, in any manner. You need to go watch Star Trek Discovery because it is awesome. It is awesome. It's one that was on CBS, what was used, used to be CBS All Access. They first, like, half of the season they've released on normal television. And then after that, like, you've had to have, you know, CBS All Access in order to get it. Now it's Paramount Plus. But mm. um, I tried to talk Roger and, and Cheryl into watching it uh, about six months ago. They said, yeah, 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 we'll watch it. We'll watch it, you know. Never got around to it. And then, like, uh, I don't know if it was, like, this weekend or, like, middle of last week, they finally, like, started watching it. And they're like, holy shit, this is so good. And ended up staying up all night long watching it, you know. And then um, where they were watching it on only had season one. And they were like, I need season two. Where's it at? You know, type of stuff. <laughs> so it's so freaking good. I, I highly recommend if anybody, um, uh, again, is a Star Trek fan, such good storylines, such good graphics. Um, it's not one of those that you have on in the background because there's there, it's not heavy in the storyline, but there is a storyline where you got to be paying attention just because again, Star Trek is kind of like, uh, uh, what they've done with Star Trek is a little bit like the MCU where things are like integrated together and certain movies have changed the perception of the timeline on things. But like this one is connected with the other ones. And it's funny because they talk about the best captains that have ever been and they tie it to Picard and, and Jonathan Archer, which was the previous enterprise, you know, the, the most recent enterprise remake that they did like 10 years ago. So Voyager, they, they, they connect stuff together. It's really, really good. Season one is phenomenal. Season two is great. Season three is just like, yeah, you I'd know. be totally down to watch that. I think my next one um, from uh, from the Marvels is going to be Star Wars because I've been really wanting to knock that in timeline order. You know, the fir- the 
Well, the one, two, and three will probably be like nice and fun to watch, but watching the older ones from my point of view might be a little like, all right, come on. Like, <laughs> but I, I've been really wanting to do that. But is that a TV show you said? Yeah. Yeah. It's an actually a TV show. So it's, an, oh, I think cool. it's an hour long segments. I don't think it's an hour and a half. I think they're hour long segments in literally. It, I'll have to check that out. It's, it's good. One of those where you're like, you want to watch something to where like you feel engaged, not just sit there on your phone, you know, like good, good, good. Again, you got to be a Star Trek person, but even if you're not a Star Trek person, but you like sci-fi, just give it a shot. Give it a shot because yeah. it's great. It's just, it's so well done. So well done. All right, everybody. Well, we've come to the end of the episode. We appreciate everybody watching and listening to us. Uh, as always, we record on Wednesdays at, uh, well, it's 8 p.m. The, tonight, but you know, we usually try to shoot for that. Uh, we were a little bit later, but uh, appreciate everybody joining us and we'll launch it on uh, Thursdays. So please like us, subscribe, and give us a review on your Apple podcasting app. So we appreciate that with Andy's little squirrel hand. I don't know why that's there. We will see everybody next week. <laughs>